Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Mike and Joel here for another week of Growing in Grace podcasts, all archived at growingandgrace.org, sharing the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, where grace reigns through faith. And uh, you and I, you the listener, and I, Joel, all of us, get taken out of the spotlight we get pushed off of center stage, and Jesus Christ gets put there. I mean, uh, not because we put him there, <laughs> but, <laughs> but because uh, because of what the church has done with religion, sometimes we put ourselves on center stage, and we want to get back to focusing on not what we do so much as uh, instead rather focusing in on what Jesus Christ has accomplished. Instead of what should we do? What would Jesus do? Uh, what has Jesus done should really be the focus. That's How's it going, true. Joel? Yeah, it's going good. And I think that so many people, it, it sounds really good to think that we can stand before God and others. I think a lot of times it's it's standing in front of others and saying, look what I've done. Look what I'm doing. Look at all the good things I'm doing. You know, I go to church. I serve here. I do this thing. I've done that good deed. I've done all these wonderful things. Look at me. We do like to, as human beings, we seem to want attention. We want to feel good about ourselves. And the way that we feel good about ourselves is by doing good things. And we think that somehow that pleases God when really it's just like what you were saying. And, and it's not that it's it's not that it's bad to do good things. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that it's all about what Christ did. And when he comes to live inside us, the only credit, we don't get the credit. You know, Paul said, I labored more abundantly than the other apostles, yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. That's really what it's about. So if we're boasting in ourselves, what I can do, uh, then we're missing the point. But if we're boasting in Jesus Christ and what he did, you're right, Cap, that's really what it's all about. Yeah, it's we get it backwards. You're right, Joel. We we don't get the credit for trying to establish anything that we do. However, we were credited with righteousness. Mm-hmm. But was it based on what we did? No, it was based on what he did. He gift. he gifted it to us yes. and credited that to us as he did with Abraham. So, Joel, last week we talked about uh, Ananias and Sapphira in Acts chapter 5 and we kind of felt like uh, we were rushing to close off the program. Because the light started flashing and the producer was telling us <laughs> to cut it off, uh, we ran out of time. So let's uh, just kind of wrap this up here a little bit because you'll you'll find legalists within Christianity that will use passages of Scripture like this to try to confuse people into thinking somehow that uh, they're they're not forgiven or that their sin hasn't been completely removed. The, the finished work of Christ really wasn't the end of righteous uh, for righteousness to all who would believe and and so it's not the end of the law Christ Christ became the end of the law for righteousness to all who would believe and there are those out there who would try to confuse that 
and, and bring up these stories that are, uh, I'm going to use some words here and, and just bear with me because they're just, I'm doing this off the cuff, but they're, they're kind of murky. They're not certain. They're, uh, they're mysterious. And you can't always walk away with uh, an answer or, or a, a sound doctrine based on certain passages because they're just, um, they're, they're not filled with, with information that uh, is certain and easily defined. And I think the story of Ananias and Sapphira, who, who deceived the church and lied to the Holy Spirit, indicating that they were giving uh, uh, all that they had sold when they really didn't, and, and they both died shortly after admitting that. Um, that's what we talked about last week. So let, let's move the ball further down the field here uh, today, Joel. Um, I think with th- this kind of a passage that you might hear a, a legalist uh, try to tell you that uh, you, you better watch out with your sin. because and, and, and let's be clear about this. We know that sin is a bad thing. We know God does not like sin. Sin hurts. It destroys. It can cause pain and and stress. And and with that in mind, uh, certain circumstances that we bring on ourselves can actually shorten the life of somebody because of all of those things that that can occur in one's life. But as far as our position in Christ, the sin was taken away, where under the old covenant it could not be with the the blood of bulls and goats. Right, yeah. I mean, it's this thing that— could be called Christian karma that people believe in. If I do bad, then bad things will happen to me because God is putting bad things on me because of my sin. Or when I do good, then God's going to pay me back for the good things that I do uh, because uh, you know I've, I've done some good things, and so God's paying me back. It's kind of the a Christian karma type of thing. Whereas in Christ, the reality is <laughs> that everything that we have, as we started off saying here, it's a gift. God has gifted us with his righteousness. God justifies the ungodly. It doesn't say God justifies those who do things worthy of justification. It says God justifies the ungodly. So The ungodly, people who were ungodly before they believed in Jesus Christ, they believed upon him. God justified them by grace through faith and nothing that we've done. So there's nothing that we can do to earn God's goodness. God has freely given us his goodness, again, not based upon what we do or what we've done, but based upon what Jesus Christ has done. The blood of Jesus, it's through his blood and nothing else. It's through his blood that we've been forgiven, that we've been redeemed, and that we've been drawn near, that we've been made close to God. If we think that it's anything that we do, then we are negating the blood of Jesus. And that's a serious thing. The writer of Hebrews talked about that. Uh, you know, those who uh, would trample uh, on the Son of God. It's not because we've sinned. It's because we've thought that something that we do is greater than the blood of Jesus. And so let's remember that it's about what God has done and not about what we do. Yeah, because, I mean, if you're worried that some sort of, of sin is going to cause God to kill you, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get our covenants mixed up here, people. I mean, uh, God, even while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. I mean, th- this love that he has for us is so incredible, and some of the some of the scriptures that I 
I read last week, right before the end of the show, Joel, I mean, God, God does not punish us as our sins deserve in Psalm 103. He does not, he does not count our sins against us, Second uh, Corinthians 5. And Psalm 103, again, another way to, another way to put that, he does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. He, so, I mean, because if he were, how many, can I see a show of hands? How many have lived perfectly in the last week or the last month? None of us have. We've all fallen short in, in some way, shape, or form. We, we haven't attained uh, the act of perfection here on planet Earth. We've been perfected in Christ, but we don't always behave perfectly. We don't always perform that way. And so with that in mind, now some would say, well, but the, it was the type of sin that Ananias and Sapphira committed that caused them to drop dead. Well, you know, you can try to read that into it, but the scripture just isn't clear. I mean, there, there are times where we have to walk away and say, I don't know, because it's not specifically defined. Uh, Peter didn't say, because you lied, you're going to die. It's not there. They just they just breathe their last, and, and we don't always get all the answers on everything that we read in the scripture, but there are many things that are very clear and, and, and the legalist will come at you with the murky stuff, the mysterious stuff, the, the things that can be interpreted a uh, hundred different ways, but the, the things that are just plain and clear and easy to grasp and understand in relation to the finished work of Christ in the new covenant, they'll shrug that off. They'll put it on the shelf and, and they'll just get you to focus on the stuff that causes confusion without recognizing the importance of scriptures like what we just mentioned. Right. And if it was, if there were certain types of sin, I mean, I like the phrase you used there, if there were certain types of sin that we could commit and then God would get us for them, then the scriptures would have to say something like, it's through the blood of Jesus that we've been brought near to God, except for his, his blood didn't cover this, this, and this. His blood didn't cover certain things. His blood wasn't enough. Sorry, Jesus died upon the cross for your sins. He's the propitiation for our sins. God's not counting our sins against us in Christ, except these these little things. There, here's a little list, and uh, that list is going <laughs> to is going to vary among whoever you talk to. And so uh, it's it's silly to try to make a list like that. It's silly to look at scriptures and say, well, you did this. And so God got you for that one. The real difference is, and there are scriptures that talk about how certain people who do certain things will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Those are That's for unbelievers, people who don't believe, you know, because we're saved by grace through faith, apart from works. And so it's if you ever read a list in the Bible of, of sins, remember that, that God— has not re is not remembering your sins if if you commit any of those because then his blood wasn't enough for you who believe now again like you were saying cap that's not to say that sin is a good thing that's not to say that any of those things uh, that we do are good but like you were saying <laughs> the the good news is that e even though we can do stupid things and we can suffer stupid horrible consequences because you know th that are natural from the things that we do God himself is not holding any of that stuff against us well and you bring out a, a good point if if there are exceptions to the rule of of 
complete eternal forgiveness, then we've got a problem. What are exactly, specifically, what are those sins that would suddenly cause you not to be forgiven or would cause God to actually strike you down dead um, because what you did was so bad, uh, the blood of Jesus just didn't cover it. Um, it, What are we going to do with that? But that's the impression that that religion will, will give to people, and it's 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 just not it's just not new covenant Christianity, my friends. So uh, you know that he appeared in order to take away sins, First John three five, and in him there is no sin. So he came to take away sins. In him there is no sin. As a believer in Jesus Christ, you are in him, as he is so are we in this world. So let's connect those dots and realize that because we're in him, we have inherited this incredible gift of life, forgiveness, and righteousness. Yeah, so and that's something to celebrate. I mean, when we're in the midst of a sin or when we know that we've blown it somehow, it we don't feel righteous. We don't feel like God is for us. But we got to remember, what is my righteousness based on? It's not based upon whether I sin or don't sin. It's based upon the blood of Jesus. It's based upon the finished work of Jesus. And so even when we sin, while we don't celebrate what we did, we celebrate the fact that Jesus Christ gave us his own righteousness as a gift. And again, not through anything that we do or don't do. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.